All right, welcome everybody. This is another episode of Supreme Being. Uh, I do this podcast every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Welcome from all around the world. I know I'm getting um, a lot more traction worldwide, especially as I look at the rankings. First and foremost, this podcast is sponsored by my real estate team, Team BC Sold. Make sure you go to teambcsold.com or email us at teambcsold at gmail.com. Number two, if you would like to partner with myself, and Team BC, go to partnerwithteambc.com. And lastly, hey, what's up, friend? Make sure that you go to uh, brancasella.com if you want to join my Modern Success Program or go to the link in my bio on Instagram. It's my coaching program that I've opened up to the world and it's growing by the day. And our next live event is going to be in Vegas in February, okay? So today, I wanted to focus on something that a lot of people have issues with that I'm starting to... Uh, really understand at a deeper level and they're things that I've handled in my life. Okay. And you must handle them too. Would it be fair to say to all the listeners that on average, most people uh, want to be happier. They want to be more fulfilled. Um, they find themselves sometimes in not so good moods and they wish they could live their day-to-day -day life uh, happier in a better mood, more cheerful, more enthusiastic and have less, big dips in their day, we can say, right? Where maybe they get really upset, really angry, really sad, really depressed, okay? So what I wanna do is discuss something that I've made a pillar in my life, absolutely, the last couple years, right? I never really talked about it directly like this, but I've made this a pillar, okay? And I want, I'm gonna ask this question to you, and I want you to confirm this when I say it, okay? Look in your life as I say it and confirm it. You don't have to type anything or say anything, but look in your mind's eye, okay? A lot of our unhappiness, a lot of our uh, discontent with life, with its situations, with what's being thrown at us is because somewhere in our lives, in a communication line, whether online with somebody, in person, at work, or somewhere, some communication with some individual, okay? There's a disagreement there. Think about that. Now, when I say disagreement, I don't just mean you had a fight and there's a disagreement. No, 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 no. Anything. Any type of communication that isn't smooth, that has any hostility, the flow isn't there, that could be considered a disagreement in this context. Okay? Case in point, for the people who are in sales, you make a call, you're making calls, you get that one guy, or one girl who's a prick who tells you off and says you're a piece of shit, why are you calling me? Oh, that's a disagreement right there. And let's say you fire back and you get into it and then that call ends, what happens for most people? You carry that with you. For some people, they carry it for years. Some people, they carry it for months. Some people, like myself, we can let it go right there. That's not a problem. Because there are ways, and I'll cover some of this later, to resolve that disagreement without actually talking to them again, okay? That would be a situation kind of where it's out of your control. It's that one time you're going to talk to them and then never again. You can resolve it on your own, but I'll cover that later. In most cases, these disagreements have been caused either willingly by you, you initiated a communication that caused a disagreement, or it's with somebody that you interact with, maybe on a daily, weekly, monthly, whatever, you know, bi-yearly basis, and it can be resolved if it's handled properly and you step up and you fix it, okay? 
One of the biggest things that I did in my life a while back, and I discussed this a little bit, was really resolve the communication line with my parents, right? There had been a disagreement there. Um, I know a lot of people out there are happy with their relationships with their parents, but that kind of leaves a dark cloud hanging over you for a lot of people, especially if you want to get along with your parents, maybe for whatever reason you feel like you guys can't get along, and it just seems so stupid. But once that's fixed, and again, it takes you stepping up to do it, it creates like a new chapter for you. It alleviates all this old pressure, all these bad feelings, all these you know bad sentiments that you're harboring, and you can live a little bit more clean. Now, that might be one piece to the puzzle. And when all this shit starts adding up, you now step into a realm where overall you're living more fulfilled. Now, when I look back the last three or four years specifically, right, this improves constantly. But now as I look in all these like chapters, I can say if every year is a chapter, every year I'm getting more free, more comfortable, and happier and more enthusiastic because I have less disagreements between me and other people. Okay? Somebody engages with you online and they talk shit to you. Okay? And you start firing back and you attach to that, you now engage in a disagreement. And that's gonna piss you off. It's gonna throw your mood off. And I don't care, even if you think you're Buddha, it's still gonna fuck with you because you engaged in it. And a lot of times, that's mistake number one. You engage with these things. Think about that. Right? What's the number one thing that people are attracted to that fucks themselves is drama. If I created a new YouTube channel where I just talk shit about people, it would explode because everybody loves fucking drama. Why do people talk out in the street or on social media about other people? Because it has to do with drama or some kind of situation. What they're doing is they're willingly inserting themselves into disagreements. Then they wonder why they're in a shit mood. I've never met anybody who constantly talks about other people who's loves life and who's in a great mood all the time, ever. Those are always the gossipers and the people who are always feeling like shit and bad shit is happening to them and I want nothing to do with them. Correct me if I'm wrong. So again, what I taught, they're engaged willingly in disagreements. Now, how many of you, maybe in that case, you're not doing that, but how many of you are doing similar things to that by even watching that stupid shit? Oh, I'm gonna watch this, oh man, this is so much drama, <laughs> this is cool. You're exposing yourself to that. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I mean, unless it's the phantom case where a good friend of yours or an ally is being attacked and you want to defend him, cool. Okay, that's the exception to the rule. But, but why, knowing this now, would it make sense for us to do that, right? We have to start codifying these things. And when it comes to, to happiness or fulfillment, these are one of those things. So when these activities or situations present themselves, you need to understand what you're looking at and what you're engaging with. So when I stepped, when I stepped away from that years ago, man, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Even if I find myself wanting to go to it, I still don't because I know the consequences of it. And you have to understand that. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? We learned that a long time ago. So when you're engaging with these things, something's going to come back. And it always does. Same thing with the example that I give you. The people who are always talking about how their life sucks and how there's always a problem. What is there always in their life? A problem. Okay? They're literally speaking that shit into existence. So if I make it a ritual, a must in my life every day now to say, okay, 
when disagreements arise, number one, I'm not gonna forcibly engage in anything that may cause a disagreement, okay? Unless it's for a purpose, okay? A lot of times, if, if we're gonna take that analytical approach where we start analyzing things, if I now step into a, I don't know, a sales situation, there's gonna be a disagreement, of course, between you and the customer, but it's your job as a salesperson to resolve the disagreement, get them in agreement, they purchase your product, they purchase your service, everybody's happy, you walk away. Disagreement resolved, if we're gonna look at it that way, okay? But then again, in the context of sales, you're doing that and you're like, okay, I'm willingly gonna to talk to this person, I know a disagreement may arise, but that's my job, I need to walk them through the disagreement, okay? That's for a, a we can say a noble purpose, because you're selling something to somebody who could potentially benefit from your product or service, okay? You're not just engaging in some shit show, some drama. You're not hanging out after the club because two people might fight and you want to fucking watch with your hands in your pockets, twiddling your fucking thumbs. Okay. So now <clears throat> I look at everything I'm doing and I say, all right, I'm going to focus at the very least to start any open disagreements I may have. I need to find them and resolve them immediately. Okay. Now, how many of you, how many of you have looming like dark clouds of broken communication lines that are poisoned or whatever you want to call it, right? Between you and other people that you refuse to resolve. You need to understand that as a communicator, a higher level communicator, if you're studying this stuff, you ultimately have to take responsibility. So if it's between you and somebody else, you're going to be the one that has to step up, period. This is the nail in the coffin. This subject for most people's intimate relationships. I go through this all the time with Loida, where I bring shit up that is uncomfortable for both of us to talk about, but I always fucking bring it up on the spot immediately and we handle it. And that's why our relationship gets stronger and stronger. My friendships, my business partners, same thing. But you have to do this with a vengeance. Anytime I sense, feel, or detect a disagreement, it's handled. Right then. It's not, well, we'll talk about it next week. That, that, that's the worst thing you can say. Ah, we'll talk about it later. Uh, no, we talk about it now. Pending a natural disaster where we have to evacuate the house because it's on fire. Okay, then it can wait. But otherwise, we handle it now. What's uncomfortable, you need to step into and handle. Okay? So how many of those looming disagreements do you have? And guess what? This doesn't uh, absolve you of disagreements with yourself. Awesome, Blake, good. The biggest issue is gonna be you with you. Many of you, in your identity, you're not, for example, a smoker, but you find yourself smoking. That's a disagreement you have with yourself and you're not gonna be happy. You need to figure this shit out and handle it. If you need to go to outside help to get it, whatever, you do it, because that's a disagreement. The disagreement that you have with you, yourself, will be the most crippling and damaging to your life. Period. Okay, now I started with the outside because those are the simple examples that can be avoided easily. Confronting and handling the disagreements with yourself is the toughest and is the one that most people will always sweep under the rug. Then they wonder why at their core, they're not satisfied, they're not doing well, they're not happy, they're not getting the success that they want and you can smell it on them and see it where they smile, they say everything is good, but you know, you're like, everything's not good with that person. Something's off. They won't admit it, but something's off. Many people can detect that, right? 
we see it all the time. And then what do you find out six months later or a year later, if it's a celebrity, they're in shambles, you find out they're on drugs and blah, 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 blah. Of course it gets leaked because the truth will always reveal itself. Always. Can't escape that. But what are we doing every day to aid this? Because it can easily slip under your radar if you don't attack this. I've made it my duty as a person to not only do it for myself, but help those around me. So this is one of those things that's not popular. Nobody talks about this, but I'm actively engaged in this with me and the closest people to me all the time. Because this shit isn't taught in school and it's not taught in courses, but it has to be done. This is what allows me again as well. When I meet new people, when I sell, when I engage with a new person or a corporation, right? A business, whatever it is, whatever you want to call it. When I enter that, I'm entering with a clean slate too because the disagreements I have outside of that, outside of that situation are minimal to zero. So now when I enter into communication with somebody, that will be understood and recognized almost immediately. Okay? That's something that's subcommunicated. A lot of times, and this is the way I can give you a simple example. Sometimes we'll meet somebody and you'll say stuff or other people say stuff like, man, that person, it's refreshing meeting them or man, they seem so honest. They seem like a very good person, right? It's your hunch or your intuition or whatever it is. And then they really are. Now, every once in a while, yeah, it's somebody who's just a good actor or whatever. But again, that's the exception. But these, for the last 12 or 13 minutes that I've been talking, these are one of the exercises and the things you do to create that effect. So think of it this way. You want to be a better salesman or a communicator with people. Okay. Salesman in particular, let's use that example. I'm going to be engaged with an individual handling disagreements that we have or disagreements they have about my service or the product or whatever. Right. But if I, in my own life and with the people around me and myself have handled these disagreements and handled myself and everybody around me, it's going to be that much more easier to handle this situation with this person. And this is the big one. I'm going to be more convincing when I handle disagreements with them because they're going to say, man, there's just something about this person, the conviction behind them, the confidence or whatever it is. Again, it's not going to be the words that I say. It's going to be the energy behind it. It's going to be the feeling behind the words that I'm saying that causes that effect period. And it's all this other stuff that's happening behind the scenes that builds and leads to that. Which is why I've been telling people for years, you think it's on the surface level, this subject. No, no, it's 10 steps behind it that you need to handle and make better and stronger and develop and grow because then it seeps into everything else. I'm always about going to the root and this is one of those things that goes to the root. But this is boring to most people. Hey man, once this podcast is over, I'm gonna work on my, uh, disagreements with communication that I have with people around me. Like if you go out and tell people that they're going to look at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not a popular thing to say. They're going to be talking to you about where the party is or, Oh, did you hear about what Kanye West said and all that bullshit? But I guarantee you all of you, when I said that minutes ago, you probably thought of one or two situations that you know need to be handled or in the last 24 hours, maybe you've handled some. So if you've handled something in the last 24 hours or recently, remember that moment after how it felt and what the result was and compare it to another time that you didn't and what happened later and how the problem got worse and worse and worse and worse. Now, temporarily, when you handle it, there is a discomfort and it sucks. 
But after, man, it feels great. And guess what? That's what builds fortitude. That's what builds character. That's what allows you to get stronger. Because ultimately, when you become very strong and you do these things like clockwork, now is when you become the example to other people to not only model after you, but you can teach later on, which is ultimately what you want to do to the people around you. Everybody, especially the men that listen to me, for you to really be a true man and leader, eventually you have to teach the next generation, whether it's your kids or the people around you. That's what a leader and a man does, period. But again, you have to have something to teach. You can't teach if you don't know shit and you're not good at anything. That quality, again, as a salesman, as an individual, is going to make you better, stronger, more successful, more attractive, or whatever it is that you're looking for. That's that, that's that all-encompassing stuff that, that feeds every area of life. You want to be a leader. You want to teach. That's the whole point. We're supposed to pass the torch to the next person and the next person and the next person, and they're supposed to get better and improve upon what was given. Always. That's the way it's supposed to go. That's how mankind continues. That's how we evolve. That's how we get stronger. That's how we get better. Okay? But somewhere along the line, that shit was lost. And now everybody's just hunched over on their phones, not giving a fuck and comparing this guy and that guy. You should see, like I tell you guys, you should see the messages and comments and emails I get from people. They're ridiculous sometimes. They're, just, they're the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like ridiculous. But it's okay. It's okay. Okay? So... If you want more fulfillment, more happiness, this is one of those things that you need to handle big time. Okay. Now I said something in the beginning and this is kind of what I want to wrap up with and then we'll open it up to questions. I said, <clears throat> I said something in the beginning that, um, let's say like the example where you're on the phone with somebody, they cuss you out, you never talk to them again. And there was a disagreement there. Well, you're not going to be able to talk to that person again. So how can you let go of that disagreement? Okay. The biggest thing that you need to do in those situations that I've learned, okay? Because in most cases, especially the rookie, they're going to be thinking about it all the time. They're going to be um, playing it up. They're going to be running that narrative in their head over and over like a movie. And it's just, they're going to carry it with them, okay? Now, a lot of those times in those situations, the mistake that we make that allows that to happen is we point the finger and we blame the other individual. Okay. We pass judgment on the other individual. Okay. Which we innately do as human beings. Anyway, we judge them. Fuck that guy is a piece of shit. That's a judgment. Okay. When you're selling, when you're dealing with other people and you're communicating, if you want to be a master, you need to be able to drop judgment. If you can drop your judgment as difficult as that is when you're communicating, not in general as a human being, you need your ability to judge. But when you're communicating with somebody, if you can drop your judgment, You'll never have to worry about that again. I guarantee you. Now, the difficult part is being able to develop that. And that takes years and years and years and years of practicing and applying and putting yourself in situations where that shit will be tested over and over and over. I've been doing it for years and I just feel like now I'm really starting to get that because I get some of the nastiest messages from people, phone calls, text messages, emails, and I feel for them now. It doesn't even affect me at all. I'm just like, wow, okay, that person must be in a pretty bad spot. I feel for them. Maybe I can help them one day. Instead of me saying, what the fuck? And me going all crazy, okay? So uh, our time is up, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys have any questions, I'll take them live, uh, Instagram, Zoom, whatever you got for five or 10 minutes, and then 
then I'll take off. So shoot, if you got anything. my take on MLMs, multi-level marketing, right? I don't know anything about MLMs, dude. I have no idea. You have an Instagram live schedule. You're guaranteed to see me every Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. for my podcast, Kenzie. 